Welcome back to another episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, I'm going to be pulling some uh, solo duty for you, but we are joined by a special guest, the exhibitor sales manager from Fan Expo, Mr. George Zotti, as we're going to be doing a preview of Megacon. Hope you guys enjoy. Without further ado, George, welcome back to the show. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself for those who haven't heard of you, which would be probably crazy. <laughs> hey, Ryan, it's always fun to be on. Um, so I'm the exhibitor relations manager uh, for Fan Expo. Uh, now that includes all of our brand new shows because we bought all the wizard shows. So we currently have a full suite of 18 shows to bring to you. Uh, I don't run all 18 shows. I kind of used to do everything because uh, a lot of them are in the U.S., but I'm still the senior team member, uh, and I've been uh, with FanExo for three and a half years, something like that. I'm sure at at times like this, when we get close to the big ones, it seems like it's a lot longer, right? Oh, last week seemed like three and a half years, man. (laughs) (laughs) So when you you, kind of just met, you know, you briefly touched on the wizard part. So I know that's been a really big undertaking, you know, taking on all those extra shows. How is that transition going? Um, <clears throat> we're doing everything we can. It, it Admittedly, and, you know, I know the powers of B sometimes are like, no, but it's been a little bumpy just because we've had to hire so many new people. And, you know, it's... It, with almost without zero training, it's like we throw them into the fire. Yeah, yeah. Because we have no choice, right? Like we hire somebody and it's like we've hired you and you have a show in a month, right? And mm-hmm. even if you've done trade shows before, comic shows, pop culture shows are unique. Um, you know, when you do something like a home and garden show, you have maybe 80 vendors that are all taking these large spaces at Megacon between Artist Alley and retail, we have 800 vendors, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it is a giant undertaking with those big shows. And it's funny because and- we're, we're really creatures of habit, you know, with the vendors at least. And so when we know, you know, oh, we got, you know, this show coming up. Oh yeah, that's just, that's George. Let me call George or that's this person. So now when you have new people, it's like, oh crap, what do I do? You know, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a little confusing. Some of the, some of the people that I deal with on a regular basis, I've been still um, keeping touch with them to say, okay, this is what you need to do with Dallas. Okay. Call Alex and ask him for this or do this. Sometimes I can call Alex or, or Mark or Autumn who are working on the other shows and say, Hey, this is a great person. Put him here. This is where they would like to be. Um, thanks. But I mean, fundamentally it's, it's up to them and the right. show director. So, yeah, no, and I've I knew Alex when he was a vendor, so yeah. was, that was yeah. a, that was a nice transition. I know he's a, he's such a nice guy. So we I saw him what two weeks ago at Cleveland, however long ago yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, I was yeah. actually the one uh, who got Alex into MegaCon 2019 because he applied, and everybody was like pumpkins. So <laughs> if Alex Alex used to be uh, in Artist Alley, and he would carve pumpkins, yep. not real pumpkins, but like the ones you buy at you know. that you can carve and they last forever yeah and they last forever and he's extremely talented 
um, extremely talented. I could never do what he does. But everybody was like, that's weird. And I said, no, it's cool. Let him into Megathon. So he, he got into Megathon 2019. And yeah, we... uh, go ahead. And, you know, and then it said, hey, this guy is looking to apply for a job. And I went, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's super outgoing. So it's, yeah, it's a really good fit for him. But yes, yeah, he's this, very happy. Uh, speaking of his pumpkins, like uh, my mother-in-law is, is very religious and we got her one that he made of Jesus. Oh, wow. And she, that like was her favorite Christmas present in the whole world. Like she, it's, it's a pumpkin, but she had it up during Christmas. She has it up there. New, like she, it's, it's always up at her house. That's hilarious, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> I told, I told Alex, like, he's so excited. He's like so happy every time we tell him about it. Cause um, I mean, Jesus image can be on a piece of toast. Why not a pumpkin? <laughs> exactly. It makes total sense. Yeah. So, uh, how are, how are ticket sales going for mega? Phenomenal. Ticket sales are through the roof. We are we are twenty percent higher than we were in twenty nineteen. Oh, 20, okay. Yeah, That's good so to hear. We're twenty percent over pre COVID, and we're idea? probably we're probably going to look into because it looks like we're already sold out of Saturday tickets. We're looking to sell because what we do in uh, work works really well here in for a big show in August, Fan Expo Canada, is that we sell a Saturday ticket from two to seven or three to seven. So we assume those people come in like crazy people first thing in the morning at 930 right. um, that they might leave by one or two to go for lunch and just not come back. Mm -hmm. So we find a way to bring, you know, to be a little crude about it, but it's like I'm speaking to vendors to bring more wallets through the door. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's ultimately all we care about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good experience and everything. We want everybody to have fun, but we're there to make money. Right. Right. And the more you guys make money, and this is the way I've always looked at it, the more that you make money, the more money you give me, and hopefully the more money the company gives me. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. I I can I can't agree more. Um, any idea on potential attendance numbers? I mean, I know it's nothing official, like because I know we say we throw out numbers and all that, and like we look at like uh, like Canada, for example, has over a hundred thousand, right? The the big yeah, one. Canada pulls in about one hundred and twenty five thousand. Right. So any idea on what this one roughly could be or is it? Uh, well, 2019, we peaked over just 100,000. Oh, okay. So um, we're, high, we're going higher than that. Yes, we're 20% higher than that. Okay. So you guys can do the math. Yeah. And <laughs> That's then, pretty nice. And then that doesn't account, that doesn't account walk up, right? That's just all pre-sales. Right, 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 right. And so is Orlando a big walk up area? Like for sales, you know what? Normally, normally we we usually get about a twenty percent bump up from walkups. Last year, there was the walkups were non-existent. Like right. during the whole COVID era, mm -hmm. when we were running shows in COVID, even though you can arguably say COVID isn't gone, we've just we're tired of it. Um, <laughs> we're Florida. We've been tired of it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, so it went down to something two percent last year. That was all that we got on walkup. But the Canadian shows uh, have definitely been um, a high walk-up percentage, along with uh, uh, all of our shows. So the Canadian shows that we've run, because those are the ones that I'm mostly in charge of, uh, Vancouver, Toronto, and Calgary, were all up from 2019. As a matter of fact, uh, Toronto, we had record sales. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good to hear. So I mean, Go ahead. I think that's a COVID bump. 
Yeah, as of course. COVID dropped, there's just people tired of not being able to get with the people that they, you know, with their nerd families. So they're like, screw it, I'm just doing it now. I think yeah. that's going to, it might still be higher next year, but I think it's going to level off to kind of 2019 levels in a year or so. No, I, I agree with that. I think uh, we've been saying it for a little while. It seems like a lot of these shows, you'll see some that, you know, depending on the state or the area that people are just like, hey, I'm sick and tired of being home. So I'm coming out and the shows are great. Or some of them, you know, are still kind of like, ah, I'll see how it goes next year. So, but Florida, yeah. you know, like we said, and this show has been, you know, this show is the biggest one. I mean, God, it's probably top five in the country, I would say, in terms of attendance. It's got to be. Yeah. And a normal We're year. Yeah, usually it kind of runs uh, San Diego and New York and New fight York. for one and two. Right, and then and Mega. then Fan Expo Canada is number three, and then MegaCon is number four. Right. Okay. Um. So speaking of like COVID related stuff, is there any uh, mask mandate? Nope. Nope. Okay. We usually Optional, go by right? we go by city and state standards. We recommend you wear a mask. Um. Just because you know. Most doctors are still saying if you get into large groups, you should wear a mask, but it is not a bylaw. It's no way mandated. So you're an adult. You get to make that decision. Okay. And then what about attendance caps? Uh, we're pretty much just capped by the fire marshal. Right. Right. Okay. So nothing COVID related. It's just whatever nope. they say can fit nope. in the building. Nope. Okay. We had, um, we, we had Calgary a month ago and, um, you know, that was, I think it was like 70, 75,000 people. So. Okay. Yeah. And I know Canada has been a little bit more strict. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. So that's good to hear. Uh, and, and you, and being that you're in Canada, are you able to fly, go back and forth more freely now? Uh, actually the U S is the problem <laughs> because I've been, Oh uh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it was going that, back I, in was the problem. No, okay. no, not anymore. Because I'm I'm double vaccinated with my booster, so to fly back to Canada is a zero problem at all. I just have to prove that. To fly to the U.S., I have to have a um, antigen test uh, the day before. Oh, still. So, still, yeah. To fly to okay. the U.S. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's it's funny because when we just did a show out of out of the country, and you're right, getting there. They, they could care less, but coming back, they're like, no, you got to show a negative test and all this. Yeah. 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 yeah I forgot. Oddly about that. enough, That's... you can drive across the border with no problem, but you just can't fly. Okay. That's a bit strange, but Hey, more power to them. Yeah, I guess. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you said, you said earlier about 800 vendors we have. Roughly? Yeah. About that. Um, because we have somewhere of like 680 something retail booths and then um, 500 artist alley booths. Um, so, you know, you get somebody like Stylin who takes 26 of those booths and Misty <laughs> Mountain who takes 18 of those booths and, you know, places like that. There's a lot of people that have six booth islands and, you know, uh, four booth islands and things like that. So that usually pulls it down to probably like six, 650 vendors, 700 maybe. Okay. Okay. And so who has the most booths? Do you know that? Well, I mean, pretty much at, you know, nine out of 10 shows, most booth is almost always styling, styling online, the big t-shirt tower. Mm -hmm. It's a huge, but tower. we do have, uh, we do have a lot more 
um, corporate presence this year because it, it kind of went away for two years. So we right. have to, a lot of corporate people kind of coming back strong. Like whatnot is uh, has a big presence at all of our shows this year. Okay. Okay. And oh, if you don't know what whatnot is, whatnot is essentially eBay for nerds, but like just nerd stuff. Yeah, no, and it's good that they're coming back too. I mean, because you're right, you know, some of the some of the other bigger shows, it's it's. I wouldn't say it's an empty floor, but it definitely looks different when those yeah. bigger ones aren't there. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah. So has anything changed since last year as far, you know, because, you know, last year was still kind of technically in COVID. And I were like you said earlier, we're not out of it. If, you know, depends on how you want to look at it. But has anything changed like floor layout or like the entrance? Oh, so like, oh yeah. yeah. So we're back into the building we were in 2019, which is my favorite of the two buildings. Yeah. So it's a much bigger show floor. Because like, I mean, last year for Megacon, we had like 16 people cancel at the last minute. Right. And it was sort of like, oh, crap, we've got this empty space. So people got corners that they didn't pay for that maybe somebody else paid for, um, because half the time, if I'm telling somebody to move in a booth, the majority of the time, like 90 percent of the time, it's already paid for. Right. But I mean, empty, empty space on the show floor is not good for retailers or us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Um, so. But this year for Megacon, we actually had to tell almost 600 vendors no. Wow. Yes. And it's it's funny, too. Well, not funny, but, I mean, we have uh, a, a big group chat, and a lot of people were, you know, waiting for that. Like, hey, you know, I'm in, I'm in, or whatever. And then they got that note that said, hey, you're not really in until you get the yeah. note that says you're in yeah. because we yeah. have so many people applying yeah. for it. So. And that, that was unfortunate. Um, our new systems isn't quite so nimble as our old system last time. So we're still figuring out the bugs. So a lot of people when they, when they, so it's always to, to be clear, it's always been when you send in your application, you're supposed to give us 50% with your application mm-hmm. and all, and you have to be accepted still. So we could still, even though you've given us 50%, we could still tell you, no, of course we give you your money back. But that's always the way it's been. But because we were dealing with mailing in checks, which is a nightmare, and this whole thing, the exhibitor team as a kind of collective went, send me in your app, I'll get you in the system, and then we'll send you to billing. And I think a lot of people have forgotten that extra 50%, that 50% Mm -hmm. they were supposed to put down. So we did that in 2021, and we got burned, like huge burned. Um because we were allowing people not to, and then they would drop out two weeks before the show with oh. not giving us any money. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So I had to scramble to find somebody else that I need you to give me their money right away. Or I'd make a deal with them to say, Hey, you can pay on site, but just so you know, that's just this year that doesn't go ahead. Mm-hmm. So we were burned a large part of retail and artist alley. And we were actually one of those, the ones that got to pay on site last year. Yeah. Yeah. We expanded, yeah. Right. So yeah, exactly what you're talking about. So it was that was a nightmare, and the powers that be were like, "Yeah, it can't happen again." Like, yeah, and we were trying risk. to be, yeah, we were trying to be nice with COVID, right? Realizing you know everybody's not as liquid as they were, and unfortunately, a large percentage, like twenty percent, took advantage of that. Uh, you know, or they give sucks. us a a twenty percent down payment and then ask for their money back, and it's like, guys, <laughs> come on, like really. <laughs> 
Like, I'm sorry, man, you buy a concert ticket. If you can't go, nobody's giving your money back. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point right there. Yeah, if you get sick, if you buy a ticket for a cruise, if you get sick, they go tough. <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, we spoke to Mark uh, a couple times at some of these shows, and he was saying how the the new system that they're not like. I guess back in the old days or the other system, everybody had access. Like he had like access to to go in and do things, and he said now yeah, we now have we to don't. pay for the licenses. So he's like, they don't give. Mark said, "This yeah. is like they don't give me the access because they give it to the just the billing team." So he's like, "I don't have the same access that I had." Yeah. So he's like, "It's and, not and like we're I looking just make at a change." Yeah, we're looking at streamlining all those systems. And unfortunately, when you have a ship as large as us, mm -hmm. because we're more than Fan Expo, we're in Forma uh, Global. Right. So, and we are the world's largest exhibited company. So, you know, to to turn it takes effort. Unfortunately, of course, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's one of those things I think obviously you'll work it out and there's always growing pains when it comes to the changes like this, but, um, but that, I think it's going to be fine. At least I hope so. Yeah, me too, <laughs> man. Right now it's, it's a struggle. It really is because I can't give, I'm used to a level of service giving it to the vendors because I was a vendor. So like I legitimately care that everybody does well. Um, and I think most people would say that I'm sure there's a few people who aren't happy with me lately <laughs> but yeah. it's through it's through no fault of my own right like you know yeah. to to save myself it's sort of like i'm trying but there's like when our system tells me you only have uh three booths no corners and then you say but i paid for a corner and i'm like going oh but it only says oh wait yeah you did pay for a corner i'm sorry but you don't have one here's your money back um which i know can be frustrating that's frustrating for me but uh Fingers crossed we get that fixed really soon. Hopefully before Fan Expo Canada because Fan Expo Canada is bigger than Megacon. Yes, um, and that's that's going to be our first time doing it. So hopefully uh, it is fixed before then. I don't want any issues. <laughs> um, You'll be fine. It's yeah. like, it's, you know, the people that, the biggest, one of the biggest problems is like uh, because of COVID and because when COVID hit in 2020, we canceled Megacon and we said, oh, you know, we're really sorry. It's not going to happen in May. We'll move it to August. Oh, crap. It's not going to happen in August either because we all thought this was going to be three weeks. Okay, we'll move it till October because everything should be done by October. Oh, crap. No, nope, things are not good by October. We'll move it to 2020, you know, one in, uh, in May. Well, no, that's not happening. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you know, so it's all these transfers, and every time we do that transfer, we have to reach out to the retailers. And it's so funny every time we do that. I don't know if it's just because retailers have either gone out of business, or they're not used to checking their emails anymore, or it's not something they're interested. In. Every time we do that, and we reach out to like everybody on the Megacon list, only eighty percent respond to us. Oh, wow. And then we don't know what to do with the other 20%. Uh -huh. And then we do it again when we have to move it. And then only 80% of that 80% response. <laughs> so <laughs> we're left with like this money that's sitting in the account that they haven't told us what we need to do with it. So, you know, it was a lot of time calling individually people and trying to get a hold of them and trying to say, hey, do you want to transfer your money? Do you want a refund? And it got to the point where we just started to refund people. If they didn't and get back to you. Because they didn't get back to us. Right. And then, so two years later, somebody goes, where's my table for Megacon? And I went, 
we, we refrained, refrained your money April 28th, 2020. <laughs> and they went, yeah. what? You did? And I went, go and look at your credit card, man. It's under Informa, not Fan Expo, because a lot of people still don't know that we're owned by Informa. Mm-hmm. And they went, oh, you did. Yeah, but I wanted my table. And I went, you never responded, right? <laughs> and I mean, our bad too is somebody said, roll my money over, and then we refunded them anyway. And they, a lot of people, and this is incredible, because uh, I mean, I used to own a business. When suddenly $2,800 shows up back in your account, you'd think you'd notice. Yeah, right. And it's it's not just easy to to just, you know, because you, you're accounting for everything. So all of a sudden you have an influx. It's not as... <laughs> You know, it, it, yeah. it should be easily found, but yeah. And part, part of the influx for Megacon was Supercon was supposed to be the same weekend right? Um, right. and Miami beach. And then they realized that, Oh my God, like they're just going to crush us. We need to not do that. <laughs> so they moved it up a couple of months. So all right. of those vendors that like 220 vendors that were going to Supercon are suddenly trying to get into the funnel of Megacon and just, you know, it's like too many cars on the highway trying to get in, and we had to tell a whole bunch of them no. And some people who were regular Megacon people, and I feel awful about it, but if you applied in March or April, we were sold out by then, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We, we didn't realize it until like we, we had to integrate everything into this new system, but we were sold out of Megacon probably in December. Wow. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, good for you, obviously. Good for the company. Yeah, I mean, that's great, but it's also, you know, I am very aware that, you know, this is, this is people's livelihood, Yeah, right? They haven't been able to do this for two years. So I would have loved to have opened the show floor to try to get everybody in we possibly could, but it also comes to the point where it's diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. If there are too many vendors on the show floor, that means that the money is going into too many coffers and nobody is going to make money. Right. Right. Yep. No. And there's a fine line between it figuring out figuring out that number as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I want everybody to to be there to make money. And with the amount of vendors we have and the amount of fans that are coming in, I think we've got a good balance. Right? Because everybody did really well at MegaCon in 2019 and we have the same amount of vendors but more fans. So fingers crossed well i can tell you this i mean maybe we were an anomaly but 2021 was our biggest sales but then again we also added the extra you know we you needed to fill some space so we added an extra booth uh last minute but that was our biggest uh sale year but that's part of that is that our fans were down by probably about 50 or 60 percent mm-hmm uh, well, we lost probably about 40% because I think our numbers were hovering last year at MegaCon around 60,000. Um, okay. But our vendors, our vendors were down by over half. Right. Right. So yep. instead of 650 vendors, we had 300 vendors. So suddenly yes. there was much less to spend your money on. Right. Right. And people came with money in the wallet. Like last year, if you, if you walked in with $600, you walked out with nothing and just an armful of stuff. <laughs> and probably six lost the 600 plus an additional credit card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, and yeah. there was less celebrities and less comic guests and stuff like that. And yes. now we're back down to all the big comic guests and all the big celebrities, um, like, I don't know about you, but like I threw money at the hobbits. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I, 
I'm going to ask you, I got a couple of questions about, about the celebrities in a few minutes. So, um, but before we get on from that, has there been any, uh, has there been any cancellations from people up till, up till now? I mean, I know we're, we're about a week and a half out. Not that I know of besides whatever's I've been too busy to look. Normally I do. Um, I mean, vendors, I think vendors, the, not, not celebrities, vendors wise. Like you were oh, saying, vendors? you had that, yeah, oh, yeah, like no, you had those everyone, issues. Yeah. It, it, it's always by far, and this is no slight to them, but because a lot of times this is their hobby and not their way that they make money. We get a lot of more often than not, it's the artist alley cancellations that we get beforehand. Right. That makes but sense. I've got it's the like, lowest, I've, lowest money output. Yeah, so. three hundred and sixty bucks as opposed to eleven fifty, which is a vendor table. Right. Um, and usually the vendors that cancel are the small vendors, mm-hmm. right? They have one booth kind of right. thing. Um, but we get a lot of artist alley, which is fine though. Like I'm, it's like okay, I've got eighty people in line waiting to get into artist alley, so it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Right? No, and I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure if they don't even call you to cancel, they just don't show up. You know, I'm sure some that of the happens artists, in well yeah, too. some yeah. of the artists in Artist Alley would be like, oh, I'll take, I'll take that extra table. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, so. uh, and what we'll do for that, if you call me ahead of time, even if it's sort of like, hey, you know, I got COVID, I can't make um, Megacon or my dad got COVID or I can't do this or, you know, heaven forbid, but it happened. Somebody in the family has passed away. It's sort of like, okay, I can do something like flip your booth to next year. Mm-hmm. Right. I will transfer your payment to next year. But if you just don't show up, yeah, I'm yeah keeping nothing, I, nothing I can do. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping your money, man. Like, I'm sorry. Right. You just added more work and more stress to my days. <laughs> yeah. You know? So so moving on to, to the celebrities, then I noticed that uh, you had some really nice new guests just added recently with Undertaker, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um, are there any more coming? I think we just added some more wrestling guys today. Not WWE oh. guys, but smaller. AEW? Yeah. I, I, yeah I knew I saw some of the AEW people this past weekend, like uh, Britt yeah, Baker maybe. and them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that's, that's, that's partly the wizard influence because the wizard world guys had a lot of connections to the wrestling world. We, we, we never did. Um, and I know somebody, even though I, I don't care for wrestling at all, Though you'd think I would because it's muscly people in tights and I love superheroes. Um, <laughs> but um, well, you guys love Bret Hart up in Canada. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when I ran my store in Canada, our regular uh, customers were The Edge and Jericho because they're Canadian. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 They would shop all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They're still both pretty big. I, I just, yeah. I mean, both in different federations now, but they're still pretty yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know the undertaker is huge. I know. Yeah. My, oh, um, yeah. And he just my, went to the hall of fame like that. Honestly, I think, and I'm a big wrestling fan. So I, between him and Alexa bliss, I'm going to be waiting in line for sure. I, I don't get autographs or pictures, but I'll definitely be wanting to see the undertaker. Yeah. That's funny. But my, the, my new um, partner, my new partner in sales, uh, rich Capibianco is losing his crap over the undertaker and it's like not my thing man but you go i'm losing yeah. my crap over you know four tiny men the hobbits <laughs> are you know the hobbits are incredible for me so yeah no that's gonna be amazing so that, that was gonna be my next question was you know who is it that you're really looking forward to obviously them 
Oh but, yeah. Um, like yeah. they were in Calgary. So I'm spreading out things. So I got my photo with them in Calgary and then I'll get a couple of signatures in Megacon. And then in Chicago, I'll get another couple of signatures. And then in, you know, Canada, I'll go more so I can spread, spread the pain of uh, the expense of the hobbits. No, that's, that's fantastic. Has there been any, have you guys from your end heard any backlash about the Gina Carano? Oh yeah. There's been tons. Um, I think it's, I mean, her, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I mean, people, you're going to either people are going to go there to see her or they're not. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the the big, you know, so what is the backlash? I don't understand it. I mean, I well, get I what, mean, what she did. I get that part, but yeah, you know, um, so just don't go wait in her line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <know>? But, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's very much the whole idea that, you know, why are we supporting somebody who basically, you know, some people would uh, categorize as hate speech, but I mean, and ultimately the fans want to see her, right? I mean, yep. she wouldn't have a line. I mean, want to see her. and for good or ill, that's what it comes down to. When our president right. announced Gina Carano, she is right now, as of now, because we just announced big guys like the Undertaker and stuff like that. She's right now number three in our yeah. autograph sales. The only people that are beating her out currently, as individual autograph sales, the Hobbits are kind of dominating as all four mm -hmm. um but is brendan frazier uh nathan fillion and then gina Crano? yeah mixed i mean like it's like you said it's i think if the people want it you got to get it unless it's something completely you yeah. know unless it was like ted bundy or something yeah yeah <laughs> but i mean so the fans clearly want her there so right um you know what are you gonna do right yeah. like we say we do these shows for the fans and those are the fans and some of the fans aren't happy with it, but it's, I don't know, for me, it's always been, you know, if you, you know, if you have upset with her, don't watch her shows. If don't, don't yeah. buy her merch, don't, don't support her where she is going to make money. Yeah. And just um, showing up to the show, you're not supporting her. Nope. You have to nope, stand you're her line the show. to support yeah. her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and you know, we, we've done things like, unfortunately, because, you know, they're, there's a lot of anger involved with it. We've hide our security around her. She'll be in a closed off area. Um, so that, you know, you'll, they'll take your money at the curtain so that if you're stepping up to call her a name, you at least have to pay her the hundred dollars to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure there'll be a few, but Hey, yeah, there might be. Yeah. Thank you. I'll take a picture. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> And the, I mean, the whole thing is weird celebrities and, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't I'm say not a, or anything at all or that's, yeah. It. It's, you, um, know. you know, because at the beginning when it was sort of like, she's like, well, Hey, what's this whole thing? And she asked Pedro Pascal and Pedro says, Oh, this is what it's all about. You know, cause his sister is transgendered, I think. Um, and she goes, okay, well, that's not my thing. Thanks. And then people start attacking you. And if you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're a celebrity or like JK Rowling, the richest person in Europe, right, right. <laughs> the richest woman in Europe, more so than the queen, you've got to have an ego. Right. And suddenly strangers kicking your ego. I understand where you might suddenly lose it and just go extreme the other way. Um, I don't think you should, because that's not a good metric for anybody. Mm -hmm. Like you really should have just shut up about it, deleted your Twitter account until it all blew over and then come back. Right. But, but you know, it is what it is. And like I said, clearly the fans want it. So, you know, 
But you and I will, you and I will never know that feeling of of having you know the money she has and you know the, that sort of uh, that no. sort of ego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an ego, but nobody's paying me for it. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's just natural. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I've got I've got no mo money or weight to back it up, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. All right. Well, is there, uh, do you have anything else you want to, uh, you want to tell us about the show? Any, any other information that I left out? No, man, the show's going to be great. Um, uh, and you know, I, I apologize to anybody who's had a problem, you know, we're doing what we can. Um, but besides me, the next person who's been working for us is Mark Fitch and he's been working for us for less than a year. So we are moving on a really, really awful curve. And, I, I, you know, that, that shouldn't be your fault, but sometimes it is. And I, I do yeah. apologize for that. You know, I'm trying to do the best I can for everybody in the situation that we're in. But sometimes it's sometimes the things are a little unsurmountable at the moment. So, yeah, but it, mean, it'll get better. Fingers will weather the storm. Systems will get better. People will get up to speed. So. Uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a bumpy year. And part of it too, is that, you know, people coming back after so many years, they're on edge and I get that. Right. So, yeah. you know, I don't blame anybody else for the angry emails that I've been getting. Um, but like I said, just please be patient. Uh, we're, we're doing absolutely what we can. And if you talk to, to, to Ryan or, you know, 80% of the people on the show floor, you know, I do absolutely what I can for you guys. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I've, you know, every, I, every time I've had an issue or a question between you or Mark or even Alex or Autumn, I've, you know, I've gotten at least an answer, whether I've liked it or not, you know, I'm getting an answer and that's, that's really all we could hope for, you know? Yeah. So like, so, if you come to me angry, I try to make sure that you at least go away. Satisfied. A little less. <laughs> yes. Just sort of like, all right, that wasn't exactly what I wanted, but I understand. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. You know? Because, I mean, a little bit of empathy goes a long way. It's like, look, man, I dig it. I was an exhibitor for years. I did Fan Expo Canada for, with 24 booths. I had 24 booths, 12 booths back-to-back -back for about 20 years. So I get it, man. The Fan yeah. Expo, when you do a Fan Expo show that size, you, it's, it's like a make or break it. Like a make or break your year, and I get it. And, uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes things get lost in the shuffle, and it's unfortunate, but... Uh, you know, I'll do whatever I can or do what I can to try to fix it. But sometimes when somebody says, I don't like where my booth is, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. So much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you, you put me on the red carpet. It's like, think about it, man. Like as far as I'm concerned, everybody, every exhibitor is equal, you know, even somebody like Stylin, right. You know, he spends a lot of money with us, but ultimately he still has to follow the rules. Um, but it's, it's like, if, if I to put you on the red carpet, that means I have to give somebody off the red carpet. And right, right. think about if you were the guy I kicked off the red carpet, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. The, no, I completely you, agree. You, you would hate me more than you hate me now. So <laughs> I'll take <laughs> the little less hate. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, thanks again so much for coming back on, giving us the info on the show. And um, we will uh, definitely have you back and, and uh, I know if we could get Mark back on, cause I know when we had you guys last year, when, when Mark was having some drinks, that was one of our, uh, that was one of our best shows. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mark, Mark's, uh, Mark's 
gets uh, exponentially funnier the more drunk he gets. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, I've encountered him at the bar. He is he is fantastic. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, George, and uh, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you guys next week. All right. Thanks, guy. Always a pleasure, Ryan. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.